I do think about myself as wearing lots of different hats. I sit in lots of different spaces um, and sometimes that's being the state coordinator for climate and sometimes that's being a candidate for local government and sometimes that's being a student because I study law and sustainable development too um, or working hospo. And so I think in all these kind of areas, they're kind of different hats that I switch in and out of. Welcome back to Switched On, a platform for mob like you and me who are looking to learn and grow from life experiences in order to fulfil one's potential, becoming more switched on in the process. Enjoy the episode. Hey, oh, let's go. Okay, welcome back to Switched On, the podcast. Um, yeah, early Friday morning for us, Bubba. How are you going, mate? Mate, I'm up and about. Very good. Um, it is an early podcast for us this morning, actually. Um, our guest is one busy, busy woman, so busy bee. we had to uh, adjust our time, but that's all right, it's good. It gets us up nice and early though, doesn't it? Yeah, bloody oath. So yeah, we would love to welcome Jemima Williamson-Wong, who's a good friend of mine that works at Gay Droids, but more importantly, as why I've got her in, is uh, the state coordinator for the Australian Youth Climate Coalition and candidate for the Coast Award 2023 local government elections. Hello. How exciting. Thanks for having me and for moving the schedule around to oh, fit us in early this Of morning. course. <laughs> Of course. So, first question straight off the bat. How are you going this morning and what did you do to get switched on? I'm doing well this morning. Um, it's been a big stressful week. It's the last week of my campaign. so. Um, but I'm feeling good this morning. What did I do to get switched on? I mean, I'm having a coffee right now and that is kind of it for me this morning. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee will get me ready. What's, what's the coffee order? Uh, small long black. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Moving yeah. into ice long black. Yeah. Now. Yeah. It's yes. getting warm. Um, yeah. Which is exciting. <laughs> you, Bubba? Uh, I went for a little jog this morning, mate. Um, nothing to your standards on Wednesday <laughs> or everyone that joined Ned Brockman on Wednesday or Thursday, whenever that was. But oh, mate. I went for a little trot, just a little little 6Ks, mate. So it's a, it's a bit <laughs> underwhelming compared to your doing at the moment. But um, it was nice. It was fresh. Got a bit of a sweat up. So, um, and then straight in the cold shower, mate. It was beautiful. So I'm, I'm buzzing this morning. Buzzing, buzzing. What about you? Um, yeah, I just went downstairs to the lab. Little, like, oh, it's house gym. <laughs> um, yeah, didn't run today just because, yeah, I went to heard from Wednesday. But, yeah, I bumped in. Oh, I didn't bump into him. I saw Ned Brockman's milk truck yesterday. <laughs> and I was like, where you at, bro? Like, I want to see you. I want to go for, like, see if you want to come in here for a pot or something. That would have been cool. But I reckon he was at Rotto. I think um, he was at Rotto too because yeah. I saw that on your story. Yeah, and he, then I feel uh, like I saw him do skydiving or something. In yeah, Rotto. and... and <laughs> Drunk his chocolate milk. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I reckon they parked there and then went over to Toronto for the day. Yeah. 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 I'm surprised he didn't come in for a pint after. Well, yeah, because when I saw the van, it was parked, like coming yeah. just down from Gay. It was like 9.30 at the time. So okay. it wouldn't have been open yet. But, um, True. but yeah. No, that's, um, let's get into a bit, eh? So um, for listeners that don't know, you haven't seen your face mm-hmm. all around Frio. <laughs> um, some of us don't all live in Frio. But um, yeah, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah. Um, I my face is all over Frio at the moment, which yeah. is really scary sometimes. <laughs> um, I have grown up in Frio, and so yeah, as you mentioned, I'm running fifth generation. Hey, fifth generation Frio girl, which um, I feel like makes me Frio royalty potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people have that claim, um, but. Yeah, I've grown up in Freer and I have been really shaped by its sense of community. I think um, I've had a lot of questions recently of like, why on earth would you run for council? Um, and there's no real way to 
explain it other than to say that I've grown up in Frio and um, I think as an activist community, um, you know, it was a union town and then it became an activist town and so many environmental movements or social justice movements have started in Frio um, and it's really led me to, yeah, do what I do, which is at the moment running for council um, as a place to make change but, yeah, involved with the climate movement for many years and currently, um, yeah, a state coordinator for the Australian Youth Climate Coalition which is really fun for me to be part of kind of like the youth side of the climate movement and um, getting to have, well, getting to make action, uh, make change through like cheeky actions is yeah. really good for me. It's really fun. Um, and yeah, so I do lots of things, but I'm always trying to find little ways that I can make change basically. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, there's a lot to unpack and I'm keen to dive into it and just, before we go into that, so I remember like, yeah, we just got to do my research, podcast hosts and stuff. <laughs> and you go to the bio, in your Instagram bio, you see, I wear many hats with old views of my own, which I really yeah. like. I'm just wondering if you can expand on that. Yeah. So I actually put that in as I started like my campaign for council um, because like politics is a dirty game. So people want to <laughs> accuse you of all sorts of things. And yes. I have been accused of all sorts of things over the last few months. But um, yeah, I guess... I do think about myself as wearing lots of different hats. I sit in lots of different spaces um, and sometimes that's being the state coordinator for climate and sometimes that's being a candidate for local government and sometimes that's being a student because I study law and sustainable development too um, or working hospo. And so I think in all these kind of areas, they're kind of different hats that I switch in and out of um, and it helps me to think about, yeah, kind of what I'm getting into like right now I'm being Jemima the person yeah or um and then later today I have a meeting with the federal energy minister Ooh. so I'll put my climate hat on <laughs> and, the, and be like okay what's the campaign that I need to be across like what does that look like for me um and so I think yeah having the different hats is something that I helps me visualize and compartmentalize my life but I think also it's really good and there's so many people I mean like yourselves have different hats too right and mm. we just wear them in different spaces and yeah. sometimes we're like our whole person and sometimes we're just channeling our energy into like one of the hats it's so true and it's like we use it here at happiness go you're wearing different hats depending on what role you're playing right mm. so you can't be the climate change girl when you go and hanging out with your friends like <laughs> that well depending on who which friends they are right yeah or be you careful can't talk, yeah <laughs> you can't talk about climate change when you're giving someone a beer at gauge right it's like i doubt they're gonna want to talk about it <laughs> but it's the same like yeah. you know people trying to be the office person then going home and trying to be the dad like you know you've got to swap the hats depending yeah. on what environment you're in. you can't take certain things to certain areas so yeah it's a really good one it all informs kind of the experience right like Running for council has meant lots of people are like, well, how are you going to cope with all the time? Like, how are you going to do that if it's not your full-time job? And I'm like, well, because I have these different hats, it like informs the decisions that I'd be able to make or like my experiences. And I think that's far um, better than someone who's just has one hat almost. Yeah, and stuck in that bubble. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love the fact that I have all these different networks and I get to meet all these different people from kind of every little hat that I wear. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. What hat do you reckon you spend the most time in? Oh, well, <laughs> on, have on. I'm loving how far we're taking this analogy. I really am. Um, I, well, for the last three months, my entire life has been my campaign. Yeah. And so that has been the hat that I like wear all the time. Um, I would love it to be a bit more balanced, 
which I think we'll get to next week, hopefully. Mm. Um, and I think the favourite, well, I don't know. I love doing climate work um, and it's come up a bit whether or not like I'll continue being the state coordinator um, or like how much I'll be involved with AYCC. And um, it's so important for me that I have that and that I do that volunteer work because without it, I don't know how I would kind of move through the world a little bit, which Mm. is a bit scary, but um, climate is such an important part of my life. So I think that's probably the most important hat that I wear. Um, And I'm looking forward to being able to do a lot more of that work in the future. Yeah, we're keen to really dive into Mm. a few of those climate Mm -hmm. questions and um, and activism questions as well. But I was was also curious as well, just on the the side note as well. So you as Jemima, the person... Mm -hmm. would have your general values right Mm -hmm. but like with the person like depending on your like who you're hanging out with and those hats Mm. i'll go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go back to us we're still there um stick with us yeah what's like kind of like your top three values that you kind of that might be transparent through those roles um i don't know if community is value i'm gonna run with it as one yeah um i think community is like the biggest thing to me yeah um and that has just been driven home over the last few months but it's so yeah important to everything I do um so community would definitely be one I think um I think honesty is obviously really important um and especially in your in that role (laughs) politics (laughs) (laughs) yeah I mean you're really honest I don't know (laughs) yeah and I I mean I think with honesty comes with um it comes with being able to say that you don't know things, you know, and being honest in that and sitting in that space. And, um, oh gosh, I should have prepped all these things. (laughs) I've only had one coffee this morning. Um, (laughs) I think that maybe comes with community, but kind of care, you know, and um, they all link together. But for me, it's really about meeting people with, without hierarchy and trying to have conversations with people um, where you take those barriers away um, and how that, yeah, influences everything. Awesome. You really see that flowing through, like, everything you're doing at the moment. Like you, they would flow into each mm. role, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. But can I touch quickly on, because we'll get into the climate change and all that, mm. but while we're on the, I guess, semi-topic of the politics and stuff, mm. what was the last three months that's been your main hat, right? Yeah. What does that involve? Because I would not have a clue. Yeah. Um, Well, I guess to go back, so I'm running for my local council. So local government, um, they, the classic kind of saying is they deal with bins, roads and rates. Um, (laughs) Boring. No. (laughs) It's very much like the grassroots level of government. So you have to get elected by the area that you live in. Um, And yeah. I am keen to be there because I think it's where you can really make that positive contribution back to your community. Um, And yeah, so the last three months for me, I launched my campaign on the 8th of August. Um, And I think I've door knocked every day since. So literally like walking down the street, knocking on every single door saying, hey, my name's Jemima. I'm running for council. Just here to have a chat. Did you know that your election's coming up? And so that's been a huge part of it. A lot of it is like meeting with everyone in city. Well, I'm in city of Frio. So meeting with all those people, meeting with all the business owners, meeting with like the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce and like all of those kind of influential figures. Um, You've got 
like volunteer management because you got to like make sure that you have help so people helping me like do my socials or like come door knocking with me designing leaflets doing leaflet drops um I mean literally I can't even think of all the things but yeah a lot of it has been door knocking and most of it is just like talking to people and saying do you know who I am please know who I am please give me a chance yeah. please vote me in <laughs> yeah, it's a different door knocking to what you would do when you're 13 or 14 yeah. <laughs> you're just not running away this time yeah. I actually have to leave a note yeah. don't answer yeah. the door <laughs> now watching you do all this stuff in like throughout this period has been like every like on, on the daily like, oh my god like she's still going just like it shows how much you like you're passionate and you're caring yeah. for this cause and just like I mean, I'm really excited to see like oh, thanks, what's, what's to go um, on Saturday. So yeah. All the best. So yeah, we find out, um, well, tomorrow is the last day to vote. So if you haven't voted in your local government elections, bloody Google it and go vote. Because <laughs> I tell you what, candidates put in a lot of work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we'll find out um, Sunday morning, hopefully, if I've won or if I've lost. I think what's been really um, big this week for me has also been like reframing the fact that even if I lose and I don't get elected, it hasn't been in vain, everything I've done mm. and like how I will make change regardless of whether or not I'm sitting in that seat. Absolutely. That's what I wanted to touch on because yeah. like there's going to be a lot of people out there that are like, you're 21, right? Yeah. You know, she's only 21. She's got many more years, right? You're right. All this stuff, right? It's just what people, how people think. So that would have come into your head. So say that, dealing with that, but then also dealing with the fact that if it does happen and people are still stuck in their ways and mm. don't agree, like, yeah, like, where are you at there? Does it just stop? Do you keep going? Like, what happens? If I lose? If that was potential yeah. to happen. <laughs> the least is likely that will I happen. like that you're phrasing this so nicely. <laughs> it's all right. We can be blunt with it. There's only two <laughs> options. I'm going to win or I'm going to lose. Is that how you see it, though? Is it a win or loss? Um. Well... I mean, factually, nah, I'm a lawyer, remember? <laughs> yeah, There's no true, sense of drawing. I'm blessed, yeah. Um, no, I think it's a win-win, but it is a win-loss. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. only going to be one outcome. Um, and you're right, lots of people have said to me, you're too young. And I've actually been surprised by how many people I will meet on a door. The first thing they'll say to me is, but you're too young. Why would we elect you? They're pretty blunt with it, which is kind of nice. Some people beat around the bush and I'm like, so you think I'm too young? Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Um, if I win and I'm in that seat, there are going to be people who hate the fact that I'm there because there are people who hate the fact that I'm running right now mm -hmm. and they make it bloody known. Um, and I think that's been interesting. If we go back to the hat analogy. <laughs> just one more time. I promise. Just one more. Um, it's like... When I have my candidate hat on, people throw shit at me. Sorry if I'm not allowed to swear. Um, but I have to be better and I'm learning that when I take that off, I can't let that stuff affect me. Like there, people are angry at Jemima the candidate for being 21. It's like, well, that's a fact. I can't do anything about yeah. it. Um, I've always had this mentality when I go into a space I move schools a lot and I, like, I've had lots of different jobs. Um, I don't know where I got this mentality, but it's kind of like if you're entering a space, the best thing you can do is just put your head down and work hard and smile at people. And before you know it, you've like kind of settled in. And so I think that's what I would do if I got elected, just put my head down, work hard, get shit done, be friendly and 
people seem to respect that. Yeah. Um, and if I lose, which is the other option, um, I'll have a tantrum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll cry and cry and cry and cry and cry. Um, I think I will reframe how I want to influence Freer community. Um, and that might look like helping run a festival in town or like God knows what. Um, but giving back in a way that I want to do anyway and just doing it outside of council. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even like from even what you just said, the resilience that you've just been able to develop like in, throughout this period in yourself and then actually just still maintain and like just mm. that fuck it mentality that's going to do it anyway. <laughs> I think that's just awesome. And like you've also just got so much experience under your belt. And so to, and like for that yeah. to take forward for you in these next couple of years. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. And I mean... I am also a big believer in like, it's not necessarily what you know, it's who you know. Yeah, I know, I 100%. Uh, that's and how I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the first to admit that I'm pretty lucky with the people I know in Frio, but I think like I'm old enough now, like I'm not a child, that I'm like developing those connections by myself and like the fact that I can pull on those is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a wild experience to get used to like taking that hat on and off or like, people being so fucking rude to you for literally no reason. And you're like, I'm not acting like this towards you. Mm. And like, you just have to reframe it. Like something's going on with them. Yeah, It's literally not about me. And also like, yeah, I've got a campaign consultant. <laughs> and he said to me in our first ever meeting, Jemima, the ultimate rule is don't let the bastards wear you down. And he calls me every day with an update. He's a classic. Oh, my God. And he says, what's the rule? And I say, don't let the bastards weigh you down. <laughs> and it's so good. Like, yeah, because you've got to be, like, it's going to happen, right? Because everyone's yeah. got an opinion. Everyone's so opinionated. So it's like, no matter what election it is, like, you know, there's everything. Like, who's running for prime minister? Or mm. And, yeah, it's like being a public figure, which is so mm. weird because I'm also like, it's really not a big deal. Like, local government... I, like, obviously, it's been my whole life for the last three months, but, like, it's really not a big deal, guys. Calm down, <laughs> you know? I'm not going to change really that much. Like, yeah. I can try. Um, and so that's been weird. And I think also, like, for now, my face is fucking everywhere and I can't escape it. But next week, it's not going to be anywhere and people will forget who I am. And that'll be kind of They nice. won't if you win, though. I think they will. I think regardless, is people... Just don't people <laughs> you know, there's the people who are, like, really invested but people will stop, like, recognising me yeah, exactly. or, like, yeah. Yeah, you should see what it's like when we're working at Gage. Oh, my God, it's Chimelina! <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see someone, they're like, I've seen your face. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, sweet. That vote for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Exactly. I'm only, I'll only vote for you if you give me this beer. <laughs> no. yes. You don't get the beer unless you yeah. vote. <laughs> don't say that. I don't I don't condone <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's make that clear before a hater finds this podcast. <laughs> Um, so how do you actually get into the politics world or like when that start and think um, that you're actually like, yeah, fuck, I'm going to do this. I have no idea. Um, I think it's been a kind of natural evolution like anything, right? Um, my folks aren't necessarily political, but we've always kind of talked about some of the politics that are going on. Sure. My dad's mum actually was really into politics and she moved the whole fam to Canberra for a while oh, wow. when my dad was a kid. Um, and... 
so I guess there's always been like a background of politics. Um, my grandma on my other side was really involved in the anti-nuclear and anti-nuclear submarine protests and <laughs> actions back when my mum was a kid. Um, and so I guess there has always been a history of like being involved in community organising. And that started when, for me, when I was 10 with the James Price Point um, protests that were happening. My family was really involved in that um, and then kind of spiralled. And I think it's from that community organising that I've realised how important the politics is. Um, and I started studying law two and a half, three years ago, and I realised that I'm a bit of a policy nerd, <laughs> <laughs> which not many people enjoy reading politics, like policies and like um, legislation and stuff, but I quite enjoy it. And I think um, it's really interesting how you can make change there. So I guess it's just kind of spiralled from there. And now I'm in a position where, yeah, I was at a, um, something recently and I was talking to a guy and I was like, oh, I guess I am in politics now. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> I guess that's my life. And he was yeah. like, yeah, obviously. And I was like, yeah, true, I guess. I didn't really think about that before. <laughs> oh, man. I want to I ask you a question, Tom. Oh, God. What do you know about <laughs> politics and <laughs> procedures? And Mate, I was, like, I, was, I was just about to say, you know like, I, I know, no, you know no, when no, I said so Prime Minister? On, I was about to say President. Oh. Right, that's how bad I am. Oh, do you know who um, oh, I was about to say? It. Prime Minister is? Come on, mate. I think it's... Come on. No, it used to be Albanese. No, it's still Oh, it's Alban still Albanese? <laughs> yeah. Who did he run against? Oh, I can't... No, Peter I can't Dutton is the leader of the opposition. Oh, we don't like Dutton. that guy. We is don't it, like Peter Dutton. Is he the... Um, see, that's your opinion. See, some people <laughs> like him. <laughs> I know. So. Uh, anyway. I like to be controversial. Um... No, okay, so politics is really important, guys. If there's one thing that you're going to learn from me right now, <laughs> it's be involved in politics because well, it changes our lives. Okay, within the last two years, I probably have my interest has grown. Okay, great. Before that, high no school, no, nah, okay. nothing. I didn't know the difference between left and right wing, no. Nah. Yeah. Well, I think, well, I guess. <laughs> still like, still no, don't know. <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't, like, there's. All these little ones that get like seats at the Greens and things. Like, yes. What do they? What do they do? They're really important <laughs> because oh my god, this is going to turn into a politics yeah. lesson. Yeah. Uh, well. <gasps> okay, breathing deep. No, I think that getting involved or like um, being engaged and like understanding more about politics is so important, especially because we're in a point of our lives. And maybe this is going to go into our climate change charts, but like yeah. the next few decades are going to be fucked. Sorry, <laughs> I told you I swear. No, um, <laughs> and like we have to be engaged citizens because otherwise our future is going to be designed for us. Yeah. And we know from right now that the people sitting in seats of power are not thinking about the next generations. They're thinking about corporate now. profits. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm getting all fired up. And get fired up. <laughs> and it's really important that we are agitating because. Otherwise, we're going to end up like the states, basically. And we want to make sure that, like, we have Medicare and everyone is being looked after in society. And I'm a big believer in things being just and fair. And so for me, politics is really important because it can go so badly if you're not engaged. And, like, the Greens, we've seen a rise. Um, and for me, they're really important because they, they're the agitators, right? And, like, unless you have agitators in a political system, you get nothing done. Yeah. Like, in WA, it's really hard at the moment. I can't remember the actual percentage, but I think there's like one person who's not Labour on our state, in our state um, government. 
And so they've got no incentive to do anything good, yep. right? And then you think about other things like for me, um, I campaign a lot about like the money that we spend on fossil fuel production or like expansion. It's like $57 billion a year. And it's like that's – we're paying for that. And if there's so – this is what I'm talking about um, to the minister today. It's like mm. if there's so many young people who are saying we want climate action, why are you making us pay for climate destruction? And all these things. Yes, I love that. And point. the easiest way to be engaged politics, because I like to, you know, it's good to leave people with an action, sorry, yeah. um, is just to follow an account on social media. I mean, I ha- am like wary with my socials. I don't love to like have heaps of news on there because I think for me being online is a really fun place to be and I don't want it to not be that. But like the Daily Oz is like the best yeah, and so is Cheek them. Media. Yeah, They have a daily podcast. It's like 15 minutes of your day and you're going to immediately be across news yeah. more than you were before. So That's my pitch. Yeah. <laughs> is it news or climate change news? Or just news, news in general? News generally. Yeah, yeah see, yeah. I don't pay like, I don't pay anything. Like, if I've, the only thing I will read news-wise is the sport page in the back <laughs> paper or at, at, eight, at, seven, at 6.45 the news comes on um, okay. and it's sport. From Please 6.45 to 6.50 is a sport. And then other than that, I don't watch the news. Promise me you'll just follow one Instagram account. Daily Oz. One news yeah. Instagram Daily Oz, yeah. All right, I'll jump on the yeah. Daily Oz. Okay. Because okay. I know That's an election like, promise. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is actually. I'll do it. I will. Because I need it like, off topic, but the same thing is, I know, I'm going to get this wrong, but there's a lot yeah. going on over in yeah. wherever that... Israel. Israel, yeah. So That's I had no idea until right. like Tuesday. Yeah. Man, and that was only because someone in the office came in and, and talked to me about it. And I was like, yeah, fill me in. Like, and I was like, holy crap, yeah. like, I didn't know that was happening. Yeah, and it, it's really sometimes – and same with climate. Like I think people um, want to check out and like I want to check out sometimes. Like I, do, I sometimes wish that I didn't know all of these things because then I would be happy living in my bubble and instead yeah. I'm like, fuck, I better get off and do something about this. Go and further um, down the rabbit hole. Yeah, yeah. and – it's so easy to check out, but I also think like people always have this niggly feeling that they should be doing something or like they should mm. be learning more. And in my experience, when I'm having that, like when I've checked out, I have that and it's like always sitting at the back of my head. Yeah, and that. as soon as I check back in, as soon as I listen to a podcast, whether or not it's 10 minutes or it's an hour, I feel better. Yeah. yeah. So I do want to kind of rephrase. We kind of like you know, from thinking back to what you just guys were saying there's some of the answers there but like how can say youth mm. get more interested in these ways like mm. similar to mental health like it doesn't always seem mm. like the most interesting facet to dive into but like the earlier you do you're, you're learning the know-how and the preventative stuff then it actually just like does set you up in the future and so like kind of what you're doing now like with all this grassroots work mm. working to paint a better future I think that's, that's kind of like what we're all about and yeah. so yeah, kind of back to how, as a, as youth, can yeah. we, like, get into politics um, or, like, in more engaging ways, do you think? Follow the things on social media. Yeah. No. yeah. So my two top social media recommendations are definitely Daily Oz yeah. and Cheek Media. Yeah. Um, they're so good. Love. Obsessed. Um, but I think it's really about finding those communities that you want to be part of. Um, I'm going to talk about this in a climate sense, but you can apply it everywhere. Like, um, so I'm do work with the Australian Youth Climate Coalition. Our big thing is basically working towards a just future, stopping fossil fuel expansion, standing in solidarity with First Nations communities. And that looks like 
lobbying and interacting with government. It also looks like building capacity of other young people to be part of this movement for a long time. So we do lots of trainings, we do schools workshops, we support school strikers we, and we work in collaboration with other orgs. Um, and that's what I love doing um, And because it's like the politics side of things. Equally, sometimes I meet people or they come into AYCC spaces and what they want to do is revegetation and planting trees. And I'm like, that's amazing that you want to do this. Go over to this org because you're going to find your people who are there and they're all there for that. And so I think um, to be involved or to stay involved, it's really important to find that group of people who you're going to be with through that journey. Um, And through AYCC, I've met like the most incredible people and who I'm like, as if we're friends right now, this is crazy. (laughs) I literally love you guys so much. Like I'm obsessed with you and all the work you do, but... It's about finding those people who you're going to stand with and who you can talk to about the stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, like, being on that journey together, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, let's continue on that. Let's, let's continue down the, the climate okay. um, action. Because I think, or what time you've only got, really? We've got 15, 20? 15, 20 left. Yeah. Cool. I can push my thing back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do that. We can do that. Yeah. So, um, I think... Oh, there's just been so much noise, particularly in the last couple of years around mm-hmm. this climate. And like, I don't think, uh, from what I've heard, I don't think Australia is doing too mm-hmm. well. Um, so, and that's kind of hard in terms of like... <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Okay, you're just like, you're, if anyone could see your face, you're just like, nah, like, <laughs> hell no. Um, <laughs> and this is why you should start recording the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, we've, we've, been, we've been thinking about it. Yeah, don't, don't get to it. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, sorry. Um, but yeah, so I mean... Do you want the recap of what where we're at? I'd, but yes. yeah, I'd or love that. And I'd love of two recaps, that and what is climate change. Okay. So... <laughs> not oh for me. God. It's not for me. That's for others, okay? <laughs> if it's for you no, I've read it on it last night <laughs> and what do you want to pitch it to me and then I'll tell you how you well, oh, yeah, go on. Oh, no I don't want to put you on the spot uh, yeah, but so I feel like that's going to be fun because otherwise I'm just going to so talk from, I'm going to come from what we're doing like, so we're yeah. we're creating more infrastructures and all this which then creates more fossil fuels and all of that which then leaves I can't really touch too much on the rest of that stuff fossil mm-hmm. fuel and stuff because I know uh, footprint or whatever it's called, okay. sorry. And then we are, which is leaving, well, we're affecting humans, which creates yep. more illness. Right, don't do that, Tom. And then we're also... Tom, don't take him out. <laughs> it creates, yeah, illnesses for us, which starts to extinct humans, but it's also affecting animals and leaving animals going extinct because of the pollution in the air, fossil fuels. Um, Watching ice caps. Yes, but that's, right. not, that's not really like... Australia, though. Well... But apparently, the water of sea level's <laughs> rising. Correct. Right? And the melting of the ice, mm-hmm. bergs, is going down. <laughs> I read that. Okay. Do you want me to yep. jump in now? <laughs> yeah, please. But it actually got me really interested. No, please, Jemima. Save us. No, I, you did great. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, tidy it up a little bit. Um, okay, so the basic I things... I feel real proud right now. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have a huge grin on your face. Yeah. Um, you're looking at me like, yeah, I did it. I'm like, well, did you? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the basics of climate change is that fossil fuels produce um, greenhouse gases. Um, and so fossil f- that is through like lots of things like building infrastructure. Concrete is really, really bad. Um, but also like how do we get our energy? It's because we burn fossil fuels, so coal, gas, oil, diesel cars, whatever. 
all of these things release greenhouse gases. Those greenhouse gases basically act as blankets in our atmosphere. And basically the more greenhouse gases that we have in our atmosphere, which is more than we usually have, um, kind of add layers and layers of blankets. And so therefore like our atmosphere is warmer and warmer and warmer. And so the usual heat that can leave can't leave anymore because there's so many blankets of greenhouse gases. Yeah. Did that make sense? It's like a basic yes, explanation. Yes, it did. So I wanted to, I'll, I had to write something down quickly because I was on my head. So you talked about like coal, yeah. like all that stuff. So we mine that. Exactly. So us, and that's like a... It's our biggest export. Yeah. Yeah. And that's creating our biggest. Yeah. And so the other thing... <laughs> I love explaining climate to people because people yeah, know all of the things and then I put it together and they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, I know, yeah. be angry with so me. You had it. So yeah. this is happening. It's been happening since the industrial revolution and you can see it in the CO2 levels and the heat um, like uh, increase, temperature increase um, since then. It's been pretty extreme. I can't remember exactly the number because I don't do the science side of climate stuff. I do people side, but I think we're at one, at least 1.1 degree of warming here in Oz. Mm. If we hit 1.5, it's like, pretty bad and we're on track to hit over 2.5 degrees of warming globally so what does that mean it means extreme heat um and extreme weather events so we've seen like all of the bushfires that we had over east a couple years ago this summer i'm pretty scared that we're going to have really bad bushfires we've got floods el nino that's just going to make it even yeah all of these like really extreme weather events basically when you have a hotter atmosphere it can hold more water and so you end up with really extreme storms or big droughts um and so it's like this everything is just exacerbated everything is just made worse and what we know about climate is that it disproportionately affects those people who are already marginalized so the people who are well off and who are living in cities aren't really necessarily going to be that effect well they're going to be less affected people living regionally and rurally people who are um like yeah Anyone who's already not privileged is basically going to be impacted the worst. Um, And so in Australia, like lots of First Nations communities are really going to be hit hard. And also because they live in communities which literally will become unlivable in the next five years. And um, I guess if we go back to what you were saying in terms of how we mine fossil fuels, it's this big problem because... Um, Australia has a huge carbon footprint, which is kind of what you're saying. Um, and really climate change is driven by those huge industries and not you or I. And there's a big narrative from those big... So I think it was BP that first put out the first carbon footprint calculator. And it's where like you or I could have put input whether or not we drive a car whether or not we eat meat and it would be like your if everyone lived like you we would have to have 1.7 earths mm, yeah and it's like that's great but if everyone was like bp like or if no one was like bp then we'd be fine and so <laughs> it's yeah. this really yeah. like um classic thing of corporate greed over collective good essentially and climate is really going to affect us over the next 10 years and it's going to absolutely shape our lifetimes um and to me it just makes me so angry because like we've known about climate change for decades and decades and decades and nothing happens and I was actually um I think la late last year or early this year I went to see a film of Bob Brown who started the Australian Greens Party um 
and it was really good and he he's done amazing work and every, you know the film ended and everyone was clapping and everyone was like oh my god this is amazing and I was just sitting there having like an actual meltdown because I was like this is ridiculous Bob Brown has been fighting for this since he was 20 I'm gonna be fucking 80 and taking my grandkids to movies like this because nothing is changing and these people who are sitting in this movie right now are clapping but they're gonna go home and they're not gonna do shit yeah and it's some that was like a really bad moment for me and then I picked myself up and I got back into my you know did my organizing or whatever but it's such a big issue and it also makes everything else worse so it's so intersectional and that's why for me people often think that climate action looks a certain way it looks like being vegetarian and not driving a car and being at a protest. And I guess my thing is, well, it doesn't really look like that because it's going to affect every single bit of everyone's life. So like you two both have, you know, platforms or whatever. And like sport is going to be so impacted by climate and it is already. And so we see really cool things like AFL for climate and like, um, oh my God. Yeah, there's a a good one in the AFL. Um, I don't want to get it wrong, but I think think it is. And it's with Jasper I don't know, Jasper Pittard's really big on it. I'm pretty sure it's Jasper Pittard. And Nicola Barr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who so plays that, for GWS. Yeah, so, and they're like, yeah, it's big. Like, they're trying yeah. to real push it and move it. And that was when I was in the system, that was a couple of years ago, and it was like part of the PA yeah. system. And, and um, they're like, yeah, we want to do more and more, and they're funding it. And, and so yeah. it's, it's like growing and growing, which is really good. It is really good. And it's like this really difficult balance because – we find ourselves so tied up with fossil fuel industry in Australia and in WA specifically, um, like Frio Dockers, sponsored by Woodside. Yeah, that's what a, does that Woodside a, do? Mm. Woodside is literally the worst fossil fuel company yeah. in our country. That was a big topic. Was it this year or? Yeah, I was. I've been for a couple. <laughs> yeah. I was the face of that one. Um, <laughs> come no, on, that. didn't do your research. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I got invited to be part of that campaign in terms of like telling them to ditch Woodside as their major sponsor. Mm. And actually, it was pretty classic. We handed over this massive petition. I was like, not. I should not have been the face of that campaign. Like. There were so many more incredible people part of that and they just wanted a young person. So I got given the call um, to be on, which was a pretty amazing opportunity, but I felt like I didn't deserve to be there. Um, And then I was working at Gage and all the big shots came in. Simon Garlick, CEO. All the proper big shots. No, no. All of like CEO, Meg O'Neill, CEO of Woodside, um, <laughs> CEO of South 32 they all came in and I do not know what was coming over me I literally was like are you guys from the Dockers and he was like yeah we've just been at the club and I was like oh cool yeah I handed over a massive petition this oh. week telling you guys to drop Woodside as your major sponsor <laughs> and Simon Garlic literally turned and walked away like did not say oh, one word to me Meg O'Neill shut fuck up she like just stopped in her tracks one of the guys was like oh that's cool. Yeah, so we'll have two pints of single fish. Glad they still ordered a beer. And none of them wow. came up to the bar again. I love that. But, um, yeah, I'm gone so off track. But I guess for me, climate, I don't know, um, my life would just not be my life if I wasn't so passionate about climate and making sure that we can all have a fair and safe future. I want to yeah. go back to the um, movie. About watching that yeah. and your viewpoint after it and then people going home and not doing anything mm. like seeing that and be like this is amazing going home and still doing whatever they're doing mm. 
what can you what little steps can you do? Mm. I think it all snowballs quickly. So you can do things in your own life and it is important to do things in your own life, like if you want to be vegetarian. How how much of an impact do they really have? Extremely minimal in terms of the science of climate. But what it does have a huge impact on is the people in your networks, right? Because it's constant messaging that you care about an issue. Um, And I think I used to be really caught up in making sure that my whole life was as sustainable as it could be. Um, And that's not really where my energy lies anymore. And sometimes people get really mad at that. Um, So that's really important. But it's also really important. I think the biggest thing you can do is to learn and be engaged in it and understand what's happening and what that um, context looks like. Follow the Daily Oz, please. Um, (laughs) And it's also really important to just like join a group, go along to something. There's so many cool groups in Perth. Like if you're under 30, please come along to an AYCC thing. We do like online meetings and welcome nights or whatever that I run or help run. And we also... Yeah, work with other orgs. You've got like Frack Free Kimberley, um, 350, yeah, XR. You've, there's so many groups in... Greenpeace? Greenpeace, yeah. yeah. And Greenpeace is like really growing in WA, which is really amazing. They've got yeah. some really cool campaigners. Um, and yeah, we're all connected. And like if you, yeah, as I was saying before, if you join an org and it's like not quite the right fit, but people like, you just be like, oh, just go over there. Because they, everyone needs voles and everyone needs bodies and everyone needs minds. And like, it's so, it's also so important to like be part of that community and collective because you draw on each other's energy like sometimes you're just feeling so low about it and you can't do anything but you can see that you can do it together and then it feels good because we had a mate on the potty earlier um a mate of mine early like early on Mm. and he is can't get it right he's like he works for mining company right but in the environmental space because they've got people that are there trying to limit the amount of damage that they're doing like rehab yeah sort of like so he works in that that area um because he's so like yeah like all of his clothes are pa- patagonia because they're all yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah he's like full sounds like i should meet him for yeah. coffee yeah so it's full <laughs> like all that um and even he was saying yeah. how passionate he was about it and and everything like literally shoes and every, like, everything yeah. he wears is all like has to be environmentally friendly. now you're making me look at my <laughs> it's like what have i got on Oh my Skirt from the up shop. She's got the boots like you, mate. <laughs> mate, so does everyone. Like, Blonde like stones. It's like a free forever. thing or what? Um, I've been wearing blondies literally for like <laughs> yes. my whole life. Yeah, I did get mine. I reckon I got my first pair of blonde stones when I was like seven. Yeah. Respect it. Yeah, you got to respect it. Mate, you got to wear them. I have three pairs. Sorry, that's not very eco of me. <laughs> I wanted to get my second pair soon. Um, so I want to ask, like, we've been still keep going with this, so... AYCC, mm-hmm. Australian Youth Climate Coalition. What does that look like for you in mm-hmm. terms of like, so you're the... Um, yeah, like what does my role yeah. or involvement look like? Yeah, so I... Particularly like how that impacts youth. Or like, yeah, so we're really cool. We're the biggest youth org in all of Australia. Started back in 2007. Um, and we... So everyone, including staff, has to be 30 or under, um, which does get a bit awkward when people turn 31 and you have to say bye. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it's really amazing because it means you're always in spaces that are like young people. And I think that shared lived experience is really important to our movement. Um, we focus a lot on like stopping fossil fuel expansion. As I said before, um, at the moment, we're doing a campaign that's about making sure that the big companies are paying for their pollution through um so there's this thing called offsets where people like can 
pay for good green projects to go ahead if they want to like mine and basically the big decision at the moment is whether or not they're gonna make the companies pay for that pollution or whether or not the government will pay for it which basically means like you or I would be paying for that they should be Shouldn't Thank it? you. Yeah. yeah, they should be. Um, I'll email you the petition when it goes live. You can right. sign it. I'll right? sign it. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, it, for me, it looks like organising our WA, helping to organise our WA team um, meetings. And yeah, I do a lot of, I love doing trainings. That's what I really love doing. So um, facilitating workshops is what I love the most about that kind of role. Yeah. What does the workshops entail? We do like Climate Justice 101 um, and then we do other ones as well. But Climate Justice 101 is kind of, yeah, the basic and we go over like what climate change is, why is it a people issue um, and then how we can change it. Yeah. Cool. That's sick. We'll have to do that for us, mate. Yeah, I reckon. Um, I want to touch, so still staying um, with the why. AYCC. AYCC. I love abbreviations, hey. <laughs> anyway, so what are some like things that you've, I guess, already achieved or yeah. done like in that as a, as a as that group, that community? Uh, I haven't been part of AYCC for that long, like maybe twelve or eighteen months. Before that, they were really um, leading on Stop Adani, which was a really big campaign over east um, with a big coal mine. So that was like a huge thing. Repower Port Augusta. There's been heaps of wins that AYCC has had. Um, that in the history before I came along. Um, one of, well, a huge win that I've been part of was this project called Midlam. It sounds kind of boring. It's basically this huge gas hub um, precinct up in Darwin Port um, Harbour. The government was going to give it $1.9 billion of funding for it to go ahead. Basically means that fracking is viable in the NT, um, which is covered in 70, 75% of the NT is covered in exploration licences, which means they could dig up 75% of that territory um and yeah we campaigned really hard we did petitions we met with ministers whatever and they've committed to putting it to a senate inquiry which means all of the info that we know about how bad the climate health environment impacts are has to be heard and recorded in parliamentary kind of chambers and writings um and hopefully that will change that decision so that's probably a win but climate wins are small you know um like i just love how it's these are like they they might be small, but that's a big change. Like yeah. to be meeting people like that to do petitions, but it's all for youth, right? Yeah, which I love too. Yeah, and it's really nice. I think it also means that like we try and just have fun with whatever we do, yeah. right? Like if we have an action outside a parliament office, we're not just gonna like go and stand there. Like we're gonna make fun signs or like. We have a great um, comms director, Anne Violet. She did like, do you remember when we were kids, the ad that used to play before movies of like de- stealing DVDs? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did one, but it was like about Midlarm. And so like everyone like held up banners all over because we have um, groups all over Oz. So everyone was like holding up these banners and then she like put them together in that kind of video. And it's like, how can we make this fun and like engaging and like, you, you know, it's like a fun place to be. You know, like we're it. so cool. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll definitely include links to that in the show notes for sure. Yes. Um, yeah, we don't know. We don't want to take up too much of your time, but I will sort of just like get in towards the end. Ask a sort of question like, what else is happening between like within your political activism mm-hmm. kind of world that you think the general public like us should know? Yeah, I think it's pretty big time in the world, um, which you kind of mentioned before. And it's actually been kind of weird for me to um, be so focused on my small campaign, like, so intensely while 
there's been so many bigger discussions. Like usually I'd be um, part of them. And I think, yeah, like we've obviously had this referendum um, and the result on the weekend was pretty awful. Um, and I don't, yeah, I might cry thinking about it. I think it's um, it's disappointing where our politics is at right now. And I guess all I want to do is make sure that I can have as many conversations with people um, because the more we connect with an issue, the yeah, the more change we can have. I was listening to a podcast this morning on my way here and saying, you know, like our Instagram feeds or our socials were so filled at such echo chambers and the outcome of the weekend really shows that like change doesn't happen unless you talk to people outside of posting something on your story. Um, and I guess that's what I want to make sure sure that people are like aware of or maybe oh god I don't want to say inspire but like you know help people realize that it's quite good and you can connect with people on a different level if you start talking about the things that you care about so that's one thing that frustrated me from the weekend was people putting their yes vote their no vote on their Instagram story. Yeah. Mm. Like, what's that? That's not doing anything. That's not mm. achieving anything. Yes, you voted yes. Good work. Oh, you voted no. Good on you. Like, who cares mm. about seeing what you voted on on social media? Mm. If you want to make a change, talk about it. Like, it's the yeah. only way because people are like, oh, I've, oh, look at me. I'm voting no. Oh, yes, I'm voting yes. Like, give me a... What, like, what do you achieve from that? Mm. Like, nothing. And like, I think I think it's both. I, I mean, I... I thought that seeing everything on social media was good and I think sometimes it's really like we're all on social media all the time so Mm -hmm. having stuff on there is important but I think it's that you have to back it up. Yeah. Like if you're thinking that that is going to change the world, it's not going to change the world. It's the same with like ourselves, right? Some people can go for a one walk and down the beach and put a story up, 5K walk or whatever or do one workout and post on their story and then in the background they're not – yeah. It. yeah, it's the same sort of stuff, right? And it just, and I also, know, that's why social media just frustrates me. Yeah, I mean, I actually love social media. It's a love hate relationship. It is. Yeah. I um, I have a newsletter which is so wanky of me. Put it in the um, in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually so fun to see who signs off every three weeks. Um, but <laughs> I wrote about yeah the social media um, kind of love hate relationship this week. But I guess um to go back to that activism it's like it looks really different and for me over the weekend like I haven't been able to commit that I wasn't able to commit that much time to the yes campaign like I'm across the info but I wasn't out there door knocking for yes and I wasn't out there phone banking and I feel pretty angry and like sad that I couldn't do that but I was trying to like have those conversations in other parts like Tom will back me up on this I was in the gauge group chat all the time yeah. being like come talk to me I think I went through like two weeks where literally every person I saw on shift I was like have we talked about the voice yet like yeah, have we talked about this and I think that was actually one of the scariest moments I've had this year was posting that to the group chat for the first time which is weird because I do much more scary things all the fucking time mm. why was that so scary to me but it was like putting myself out there with people who like I'm friends with but like I'm scared. I have different opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And different to social media where people, yeah, I mean, people are starting to tell me that they don't like what I'm doing, but like, not really. Um, And, but it's just like looking for those, the spheres of influence Um, or like the first, because I love fundraising. It's my other big thing Um, for good causes, obviously, but like, that's always been my thing. And 
people always ask me like, how do you fundraise? And my first thing is always like, write your network map. And you have to figure out who the people are in your life, who you could ask for money. And it's almost the same like where I was um, in a conversation. It's like, who would you invite to your birthday party? Okay, well, you have an influence over those people. Mm. And that's through maybe like being Vedro or like not driving a car, but it's also through having a conversation are with you them. Are you Vedro? No. Okay. I was, I have been for like lots of my life. So. Yeah. And then I, I love meat, you know? <laughs> yeah, I was and, and then came back. As well. yeah. yeah. And then I went through a phase of like, oh, I'll just eat kangaroo because it's like the best environmentally because they can't farm it. Anyway, this is going really into my eating journey. Um, and But yeah, it just became unhealthy for me to be vegetarian. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah I am not the like sustainable girl who does all the things sustainably. Um, I'm also not really interested in like trying to fulfill that. Can you? Well, you can't. And yeah. people will always tear you down for something. I do admit though that my worst... Um, guilty pleasure is Land Cruises. <laughs> 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 and people come at me all the time for it, or like I'll get into a conversation and people are like, I really didn't expect this from you. And I'm like, yeah, so sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I could talk about cruises for days. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I know. Love that. Yeah. Well, I think that might be an appropriate time to wrap things up. But um, yeah, before we let you go, where can we reach you? Yeah. Socials. Come follow me, Jemima Williamson Wong. Um, there's only one of me. Um, yeah, you can come follow me on socials, um, on Instagram. I also have a climate Instagram, but it's really inactive. It's called our climate connection. Who knows if over the next few months it will, um, get some more peeps. I'll still include in the show notes. You can include in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's much content on there. Um, you can sign up to my newsletter. Yeah, I actually did that yesterday. There you go. Yeah, I did. One more person for next week. No, (laughs) two weeks. Um, But yeah, come find me on Instagram. I love social media, actually. um, And I'm excited for it to be a fun place to be after this week. It's been a bit scary for the last few months. But I think um, once the pressure of this campaign's off, it means I can have more fun and be a bit of a dork on there again. Um, Which, yeah, brings me a lot of joy. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much for coming in. It's a bit of a different episode today, but <laughs> I think there's so much to so much value from it and so much to gain from it. So I'm hoping we can just share around as much as possible. Hopefully get every employee at Gage to listen to it. And I reckon <laughs> they will because everyone loves you. Oh. And um, Well, thank you for having me on. And um, yeah, apologies for the rambles. My brain's a bit No, we love moment, that. But we love it. I hope it's I been was, all right. I learned well, a lot. But, but before we wrap up, there's always one question. Oh, okay. That's right. I always forget about that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) so it's um one person in the last week that you know either helped you out or you're really grateful for or um yeah you want to give a little shout out to yeah um my best mate tayo i am like staying with her at the moment and she's just amazing and um throughout this whole campaign has yeah she'll drop anything to come and help me and stand and do whatever task and i'm so grateful to have her so yeah thanks t love y'all big fella i'm gonna go I know it's two, but my housemates. Um, so um, in the time that we've had one of our uh, other roommates move out, um, so it's just me, Ash and Lana in the house. At the moment, we're still, we've got a person coming in soon, but in that time, it's just been oh, increased rent, whatever. But um, yeah, it's just every time we can come home and just chill out with them too. Um, it's just, we've had it, like, I've only been in there since like June, July. And um, yeah, it's just been able to make a pretty fun home environment to come home to each day so I love that yeah you Bubba I'm going to a little shout out to mum one because she listens to every single podcast we do yeah, she which does. I love awesome. right? every single one um, 
And so, like, she's she'll do it this afternoon um, when she's at work. She'll listen to it. Yep. Shall That's I expect a new newsletter subscriber? Yeah, she should actually. She <laughs> probably will. She'll jump on. She jumps on everything. But nah, just the same sort of thing that you just said, mate. Dropping the hat for everything. She um drops the hat straight away and will help me out with anything that I need. I'm like, mum, or can you do this for me? Can you do that? And she'll just do everything. So, um, yeah, a little shout out to mum. She's been a big, big support, especially last week, which has been nice, but as always. So, yeah, that's for me. Cute. Like B-E-A-U-T-4. All right. Um, yeah, we'll wrap it up there, eh? Yeah, we're going to let you go. Thanks for having me, boys. Thank you, Zoll, for joining in for another episode. And we'll catch you in the next one. Yoo-hoo! Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you liked it, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, leave a review, all that jazz. We love your support and we'd love for you to continue supporting us. If you want more info and want to know what we've got coming up, please head to our Instagram, chuck us a follow. And even check out our website for more episodes, resources, recommendations, and lots, lots, lots more. Links are attached in the description below. Cheers.